The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day in the last week of Ordinary Time. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. Tuesday of the 34th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Blessed Miguel Augustine Pro. Born in 1891 to a prosperous, devout family in Mexico, Miguel entered the Jesuits in 1911, but three years later fled to Granada, Spain because of religious persecution in Mexico. He was ordained in Belgium in 1925. Father Pro immediately returned to Mexico where he served a church forced to go underground. He celebrated the Eucharist clandestinely and ministered the other sacraments to small groups of Catholics, often in disguises. He and his brother Roberto were arrested on trumped-up charges of attempting to assassinate Mexico's president. Roberto was spared, but Miguel was sentenced to face a firing squad November 23rd. 1927, one of the very few instances where you can find a photograph of a man meeting his martyrdom. His funeral became a public demonstration of faith. Blessed Miguel Augustine Pro, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, in the Gospel that we're presented with today, I have to say my initial feeling is one of loneliness. There are two elements of this Gospel that that make me feel lonely in spirit. And this is what we want to bring you today, Lord, as our prayer. The first is the moment where you tell us everything will be destroyed. The disciples around you are marveling. Wow, what wonderful stones of the temple. And and I, I mean, they're right. I went to the Holy Land uh, coming up for two years ago, and the size of the stones is unbelievable. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. If you've been, you'll know what I mean. But we're talking huge pieces of, of rock. Um, incredible. So it's worth marveling at. And Jesus, you simply say, this is all coming to an end. Everything will be destroyed. Those are your words. And so I suppose, Lord, we can think of 
those things in our life where we recognize the decay that comes to everything in this life. You know, food in our fridge, we leave it there long enough and it starts to go bad. Um, I've got a tire at the moment in my car that, that needs attention. You know, it's decaying, um, needs care, needs, well, needs replacing. You know, it's, everything's coming to an end, but, but there are things we feel much more strongly about than cars and food. You know, our loved ones, Jesus, our loved ones, our, our health, our, our love here on earth. It's hard sometimes to, to recognize that that too is passing away. When we think only with, with natural eyes and a natural mind, it's hard to recognize it. And so later in the gospel where you say, you know, if, if you see um, someone come and say, here I am, you know, it's the Messiah, follow me, look there, look here. And you say to us, refuse to join them refuse to join those those other messiahs who would claim some solution some um some escape maybe some um clarification that we're seeking and you're saying to us following me means stepping out of your comfort zone following me means there may not be any easy answers it may be painful it may be lonely so those two things together, just I feel in my in my spirit, just a sense of, wow, you know, it's kind of everything I recognize is passing. There's no there's no immediate consolation sometimes for 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 your disciples, Lord. And for that, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you for giving us this word of of challenge. A word that trusts us. You trust us so much that you, you're willing to say a difficult word to us. You know that, I, I guess, you want to be truthful with me, Jesus. You want to tell me to prepare for things to, to get worse before they get better. You know, things, things in the world that seem so difficult in the news, things maybe even in our in our workplace in our parishes in our diocese where we think gosh you know it's it doesn't it doesn't look easy lord you know it's it's not an easy mission you've sent me on <laughs> thank you for telling me that in this gospel thank you that you trust me enough to know that i can still choose you jesus i can still choose you even though i know it's going to be difficult and it's going to be painful because of the gift to come. Jesus, if we followed you for this life only, as St. Paul says, we would be the most pitied of all men. You know, if there's no resurrection, if if when we die, that's the end, then we are the most pitied of all men. Why does St. Paul say that? He says our hope would have been for this life only. I guess it's because in this life, we're trying to live the virtue of detachment, Jesus. We're trying to separate ourselves from these things that are decaying, that are falling away, fading from view, because we believe there's something greater to come. And so Paul says, well, if we've detached ourselves from worldly goods and then there is no resurrection, wow, you know, 
we've we've kind of burned our boats. But Jesus, we don't. It's it's not a chance thing. It's not the flip of a coin. Our following of you. We follow you because we have experienced you to be our life. Pope Francis says this in Evangelii Gaudium. It is not the same thing to have known Jesus as not to have known him. To have walked with him as not to have walked with him. That's why we follow you, Jesus. Because we, your followers, your disciples, have tasted the difference it makes to have you in our life, to already sense the grace of resurrection working in us. That's what we're praying about in November. We're praying for our beloved dead. We're praying for our brothers and sisters who go through this time of purification on their way to heaven, who need our prayers. But we pray too about death itself. We pray about our call to holiness. We pray about the resurrection that's to come, you know, to, to try to fix our eyes beyond, beyond this world. This is such a gift for us. And it, you know, it's hard, it's hard to come to terms with because we, we love to attach. We, our fallen human nature, Jesus, attaches to material things. Maybe there are things that come to mind now as we pray of, you know, things I'm attached to, Maybe people I'm attached to, things that cause me more love, maybe, than the love of God. Things that cause me more concern than, than my prayer, maybe. The Franciscans have a lovely practice each, uh, I don't know how often it is, uh, maybe every month or every quarter or whatever, but certainly regularly when they all, the whole community, go round the house, this is the Franciscans of the Renewal, they go round the house collecting anything that's um, kind of become surplus since the last check, the last review. And in doing so, they're, they're I mean, they're, <laughs> they don't take any prisoners. <laughs> they're, they're really strict in, in their promise of poverty and their love for poverty. But they also know they need that because their human nature would be such as to say, oh, well, you know, I might I might get use out of that one, one day. Um, we might need a, a second saucepan or whatever it is. I love, I love both that they practice that regular thing, but I also love that they know their human weakness. And Jesus, that's the thing for us in detachment, is to recognize my default position will be to attach. That's a really helpful thing for my prayer, to recognize my default position will be to attach to things. So knowing that about myself, Jesus, I ask you for the grace to detach. I ask you for the grace to be, to be hard in, in, in the choices I make. That You know, it can help to do a, a wardrobe check or a, a pantry check, maybe a bank check, a different kind of bank check. Jesus, a, a chance to, yeah, sift, sift. What, what is, what, what do I just simply not need? What's keeping me back? What's um, getting in the way? Maybe it's the way I use my time. Am I attached to some time of, you know, me time, the end of the day, or 
I've worked so hard for others, now I get a bit of time to myself and, and all of a sudden it's the middle of the night and I'm exhausted the next day and I, I can't pray. You know, these things, I'm attached to that time for myself. Well, Jesus helped me to detach. All these things were, are passing away. Everything will be destroyed, you say. But not destroyed with nothing left. Destroyed and everything that's after that is the greatest reward we can imagine. The gift of heaven itself, the gift of being face to face with you. This is what we long for. This is what our spirit craves. So we ask our dear, our dear Mother Mary to uh, prepare us for this great gift. Mary, you, you see Jesus face to face now in heaven. You experience the glory of heaven, the glory of the Father, the glory of the Spirit. Mother, give us a heart for heaven. Give us a heart that's willing to let go of things on earth. Even though that maybe hurts us a little bit, hurts our spirit, hurts our feelings, makes us maybe feel a bit lonely at times, to keep supernatural and say, this is for heaven. This is because I'm going home one day. Lord Jesus, we can't wait for that. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour, we'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. We begin our day of prayer now, joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil. For they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, Then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. 
He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then... Turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land. There they shall live forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil, learn to do God's will, and the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again, he was gone. I searched, he was nowhere to be found. See the just man, mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store, but sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. 
teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek His kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the second letter of the Apostle Peter, I intend to recall these things to you constantly, even though you already understand and are firmly rooted in the truth you possess. I consider it my duty, as long as I live, to prompt you with this reminder. I know by the indications of our Lord Jesus Christ, has given me how close is the day when I must fold my tent. I shall press to have you recall these things frequently after my departure. It was not by way of cleverly concocted myths that we taught you about the coming in power of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we were eyewitnesses of his sovereign majesty. He received glory and praise from God the Father when that unique declaration came to him out of the majestic splendor. This is my beloved Son, on whom my favor rests. We ourselves heard this said from heaven while we were in his company on the holy mountain. Besides, we possess the prophetic message as something altogether reliable. Keep your attention closely fixed on it, as you would on a lamp shining in a dark place until the first streaks of dawn appear and the morning star rises in your hearts. First, you must understand this. There is no prophecy contained in Scripture which is a personal interpretation. Prophecy has never been put forward by man's willing it. It is rather that men impelled by the Holy Spirit have spoken under God's influence. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The Word became flesh and lived among us. And, and we, we have, have seen, seen His glory, glory the glory of the, of the Father's only Son, we witnessed with our own eyes his sovereign majesty when we were with him on the holy mountain. And we, we have, have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's only Son. A reading from a treatise on John by St. Augustine, Bishop. We Christians are the light, at least by comparison with believers. Thus the Apostle says, For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk then as sons of the light. And elsewhere he says, The night is far spent, the day is drawing near. Let us therefore lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk uprightly as in the day. Nevertheless, since the days in which we are now living are still dark, compared to the light which we shall see, hear what the Apostle Peter says. He speaks of a voice that came from the supreme glory and said to the Lord Christ, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This voice, he says, we heard coming from heaven, when we were with him on the holy mountain. 
Because we ourselves were not present there and did not hear that voice from heaven, Peter says to us, And we possess a more certain prophetic word to which you do well to attend, as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. When therefore our Lord Jesus Christ shall come, and as the Apostle Paul says, bring to light things hidden in darkness and make plain the secrets of the heart, so that everyone may receive his commendation from God, then lamps will no longer be needed. When that day is at hand, the prophet will not be read to us, the book of the apostle will not be opened. We shall not require the testimony of John. We shall have no need of the gospel itself. Therefore all scriptures will be taken away from us, those scriptures which in the night of this world burned like lamps, so that we might not remain in darkness. When all these things are removed as no longer necessary for our illumination, and when the men of God, by whom they were ministered to us, shall themselves together with us behold the true and dear light, without such aids, what shall we see? With what shall our minds be nourished? What will give joy to our gaze? Where will that gladness come from, which eye has not seen and ear has not heard, which has not even been conceived by the heart of man? What shall we see? I implore you to love with me, and by believing, to run with me. Let us long for our heavenly country. Let us sigh for our heavenly home. Let us truly feel that here we are strangers. What shall we say then? Let the gospel tell us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You will come to the fountain, with whose dew you have already been sprinkled. Instead of the ray of light which was sent through slanting and winding ways into the heart of your darkness, you will see the light itself in all its purity and brightness. It is to see and experience this light that you are now being cleansed. Dearly beloved, John himself says, We are the sons of God, and it has not yet been disclosed what we shall be. But we know that when he appears we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. I feel that your spirits are being raised up with mine to the heavens above, but the body which is corruptible weighs down the soul, and this earthly tent burdens the thoughtful mind. I am about to lay aside this book, and you are soon going away, each to his own business. It has been good for us to share the common light, good to have enjoyed ourselves, good to have been glad together. When we part from one another, let us not depart from him. Night will be no more, nor will they need the light of the lamp or the sun. For, For the, the Lord God will be their light, and they shall reign forever. They shall see him face to face, and bear his name on their foreheads. For the, For the Lord God will be their light, and they shall reign forever. Lord, increase our eagerness to do your will, and help us to know the saving power of your love. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes. In conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak. 
on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday of the 34th and final week in Ordinary Time, November 23rd, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, this is all coming to an end. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with noble stones and offerings, he said, As for these things which you see, the days will come when there shall not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign when this is about to take place? Take heed that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am he, and the time is at hand. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and tumults, do not be terrified, for this must first take place, but the end will not be at once. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places, famines and pestilences, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily and Sunday Mass readings, of course, are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's a fact. Even after baptism, we're still going to struggle. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. The Church teaches that a person who has been baptized still suffers from concupiscence, the fomes peccati inherited from our first parents. The Second Vatican Council has affirmed, What revelation makes known to us is confirmed by our own experience. For when man looks into his own heart, he finds that he is drawn towards what is wrong and sunk in many evils which cannot come from his good Creator. As a result, the whole life of man, both individual and social, shows itself to be a struggle and a dramatic one between light and darkness. Man finds that he is unable of himself to overcome the assaults of evil successfully so that everyone feels as though bound by chains. Like the statue in King Nebuchadnezzar's dream, we too have feet of clay. We all have sinned. We know our interior weakness. No one is freed from sin by himself or by his own efforts. No one is raised above himself or completely delivered from his own weakness, solitude, or slavery. All have need of Christ, who is the model, master, liberator, savior, and giver of life. Each Christian is like an earthen vessel that contains a priceless treasure. This is why we must flee from occasions of sin. For once placed therein, we have no ground to rest on. So many enemies then assail us, and our own weakness is such that we cannot defend ourselves. God, in his infinite wisdom, has deigned that our very frailty may work to our benefit. God wants your misery to be the throne of his mercy. 
He desires that your powerlessness be the seat of his omnipotence. God's power can shine forth from our weakness. Our experience of temptations and falls should inspire us to a closer union with Jesus. St. Augustine renders this homage to God. To your grace and to your mercy I ascribe it that you have dissolved my sins as if they were ice. To your grace I ascribe also whatsoever evils I have not done. In addition, these trials can school us in compassion for others. Let us pray to Jesus with great confidence. Lord, may neither our past wretchedness, which has been forgiven us, nor the possibility of future wretchedness cause us any disquiet. May we abandon ourselves into your merciful hands. May we bring before you our desires for sanctity and apostolate, which are hidden like embers under the ashes of an apparent coldness. Lord, I know you are listening to us. Say this to him in the intimacy of your soul. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. 
and I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord send, send forth, forth your, your light and, and your, your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep, keep us, us safe all, all the days of our lives. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep, keep us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. 
we are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our, our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, Save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior, who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him, Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the first fruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love and that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep Keep us, Lord, Lord, on on your path. path. Make our light shine so brightly before men that seeing our good works they may give glory to the Father. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who who art art in in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, You guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. There's still time to sign up for Father Rocky's Advent Reflections. Go to RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Morning air next. I'm Paul Sadek. See you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.